pretty interesting survey results here when it comes to cannabis in this country and how things are starting to change. Well, not starting to change. I think they've been steadily changing. Um, and it's been a long, slow climb to where we are now, but it looks like this whole legal marijuana thing might work out after all. Remember when Canada went back 2018, we started down this road and there was all kinds of people that were really worried about it, thinking, you know, half the country would be wandering around high as a kite 24-7. That, that fear was crazy to begin with and, of course, it never materialized. We're all still here. Society hasn't fallen apart. Well, not because of marijuana use anyway. Uh, and the legal market is starting to do exactly what it was hoped it would do, which is dominate. Um, the 2023 Canadian Cannabis Survey results have been released, and there's some pretty interesting findings to go through here. And to help us, we have Michael Armstrong. Uh, Michael is a professor at Brock University, and he studies the economics of cannabis legislation. Michael, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Um, you know what? We'll, we'll get to how Canadians are using cannabis in a second, but first, where they're getting cannabis, that sort of jumped out at me in this survey with some limitations we should point out. But um, it shows, at least, you know, the people answering the survey, the legal market is continuing to grow its market share, right? That's right. So uh, the, the two things that really need to mention here are, the, are the, what you just mentioned. So uh, there's some big limitations on this aspect uh, of the survey, but the trend is definitely positive. So the good news, the trend is going in the right direction. Uh, when Health Canada surveys Canadians, uh, particularly Canadian cannabis users, uh, they increasingly report buying their cannabis from legal sources, the licensed stores, uh, provincial website, uh, and decreasingly uh, report buying it from illegal dealers. Uh, if you believe the statistics, the uh, <clears throat> the legal uh, source now are vastly outnumbering the illegal ones uh, in terms of market share. Uh, unfortunately, we have to put a big caveat right. in here. We know from past surveys that the the, the legal versus illegal question has got the least reliable results. <laughs> uh, you know, there was a survey done just before legalization that tried to estimate, uh, you know, ask people were, were they buying legally, and the number who claimed to be buying legally was about three times the number that was possible. Uh, because the only people who could buy legally back then were those using medical cannabis, and we knew who those people were. Right. So the the particular I'm not even going to mention the percentages because I think it's too unreliable. <laughs> it's the trend but, more. But the good news is yes, the trends are going the direction we want. the The legal market uh, is getting more and more uh, share, and the illegal market getting less. So that part is good for public policy perspective, as you said, that's kind of the purpose. Uh, it's also good for the industry, the dealers, uh, sorry, the uh, licensed retailers uh, who have shops in your local area. You know, they are getting a bigger share of the customer base, uh, which hopefully will help them more than stay afloat. Um, and uh, you're right. I mean, there's always, when, you, when you're talking about this, and this is an interesting part of it, because let's talk about another thing that I think um, is interesting, is is the acceptance and how Canadians are viewing this. Clearly, there's a stigma. And like you say, it always skews towards, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm only buying legal. But we know that's not 100% true. And when it comes to usage, we know the numbers have to be taken with a grain of salt. But we are seeing some of that stigma changing, right? It's it's dropping, too. More people are willing to say, you know what? It's not a big deal. It's, it's becoming more social acceptable, I guess. 
That's right. So uh, some of the questions Health Canada asked were about social acceptability. You know, is this something you, it's okay uh, to do or to talk about? And so that per- the percentage of uh, survey respondents who said it's uh, socially accessible has increased since legalization. Uh, it used to be about 45% of people surveyed said, yeah, it's okay. Now it's up to 55%. So that's still well behind uh, the acceptability of alcohol, alcohol yeah. which is way up at 75% of the population. Uh, but interestingly, it's, it's way ahead now of tobacco, which is only about 43%. So more Canadians consider cannabis use to be socially acceptable than consider tobacco use to be acceptable. That's interesting. Wow, that's now, interesting. I, I should put another caveat in here. This particular survey from Health Canada is primarily designed to target cannabis users. Um, it doesn't survey only users, but their main goal, so they tend to get more users than, than the general population. Um, so you, there's going to be a little bit of a pro-cannabis bias in here, but yeah. nonetheless, you know, just to even have cannabis in the same ballpark as tobacco, I think is a demonstration of uh, how acceptable it's become. Um, and in terms of usage, uh, like you say, and this all the trend line, I think, is sort of, hey, it's becoming a little more acceptable to even just talk about this. So more people are admitting to use it. I mean, we're up to about a third, well, not quite a third, somewhere between a quarter and a third of, of Canadians saying, yeah, you know what, I, I do use cannabis, which uh, that number two also ticking up slowly but surely, Michael. Yeah. Now that one, again, the percentages themselves are probably uh, exaggerated because yep. the survey is, is looking for users. But uh, the the trend is definitely interesting. So before legalization, uh, about 22% of the respondents on this survey said they use. Now it's up to 26%. Now that's used at least once in the last month, or sorry, last year. So that's, that's, that includes people, yeah, they, they had one joint uh, six months ago when they were at a party kind of thing. Yeah as well as the people who are smoking up every day. So, um, but what I think is most relevant there is that there was a, a noticeable jump when legalization occurred. We went from about 22% to 26%, but it hasn't really gone anywhere since then. So uh, again, that's good from a policy perspective. Uh, there is, not surprisingly, uh, an increase in use when you could start using it legally. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen a, a you know a gradual decay in society, if you like, uh, with more and more people uh, saying they're using the cannabis. It's been no, you know, finally I can use it and I'm using it. But then other people say no, I've never had any interest and <laughs> I'm not going to start. Uh, so that steadiness, I think, is, is a good sign for us and also for other countries like Germany or the Netherlands who are thinking uh, of following our path. One thing that surprises me, I, I thought we would have moved past this. I mean, you talk about the fact that tobacco is, is dropping in acceptance and, you know, uh, uh, cannabis has now passed it. And that's because of the smoking element, I think. I mean, I can't see any other reason why people would find it less socially acceptable. But that still continues to be the most popular way of consuming cannabis, which, I mean, you look at all the options that are available and, and just the, the, the health risks that come with smoking. It's starting to change, but still at this point, widely, that is the most popular way of consuming it, right? That's right. So uh, among people who use cannabis, the smoking the dried cannabis, like in a joint or bong or other method, is still the most popular. Um, but as you just mentioned, it's been on the decline. Um, now, whether that's because people are saying, yeah, you know, if you're going to burn anything and inhale smoke, that's probably not good for your lungs. 
Um, or is it because, hey, we've got all these other new products I can now buy in the store. I don't have to smoke it. I can eat it. I can drink it. I can uh, do other things with it. So we are seeing, we have seen a steady downward trend in the percentage of people who are preferring to smoke the dried cannabis and a steady increase in the percentage who uh, go for vaping it or for uh, food and drink. So of those other alternatives, the vapes are by par, by far the most popular, but the uh, foods are actually that have the strongest growth, growth rate. Uh, we suspect, but we don't know, that people who are new to cannabis are going more for those edibles mm-hmm. uh, rather than thinking, ooh, why would I want to smoke something? Um, so we think that's part of the reason for that trend, but, uh, the trends are, are pretty, uh, steady in both directions. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Michael, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you being here. My pleasure.